Nobody kept those guys on the bench. Nobody stopped them from making plays. And you know what? Bringing in Allen Robinson won't stop it either. They're not getting cut. They'll still be there if they've got the talent and and they go out and they improve. You know, they up their game and they're able to make plays. You'll see it on the field next year. But they, the Baltimore needs somebody who they know can produce for them. Yeah, somebody they know that they can trust. Lamar doesn't trust those guys, and why would he? Yeah, none of them have performed. Absolutely. And if you're saying that, if you're one of the people saying, "Hey, we drafted Prochet, we drafted Dubinay, we got Mark Boykin." They just need more opportunities and they'll be fine. Apply that same logic to the defense. It's the lunch break hot take with Jose and Bradley. All right. Let's talk some Ravens. You want to talk some Ravens? Do you want to talk some Ravens? Sure. Do you want to talk some Ravens? Sure. Let's, Let's talk it. some Ravens. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to start with, start with some Zach Ertz? What, what you got on the Zach Ertz, B? Yeah, so there's a you know a report out there that several teams have contacted Philadelphia to acquire Zach Ertz via trade, and that you know a deal may be going down in the next couple of days. Uh, that's a guy who Baltimore has previously shown interest in. Uh, you know, he's only 30 years old. He's coming off a, a kind of an injury riddled season, uh, so you know he didn't put up great numbers. He didn't play the full year. And I believe his cap hit for this season is over $12 million, but he doesn't have any guaranteed money. So I'm sure that they would be able to, uh, you know, work around that. And, you know, I don't think Zachary is going to cost you anything more than a day three pick. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think he's still got a lot left. Like I said, he's only, he's only 30 years old. In 2019, he was one of the top tight ends in the league. And, you know, we all know that Baltimore really missed Hayden Hurst this year because they didn't bother to replace him. And acquiring Zachers would put Nick Boyle back in that third tight end spot where you know he, where he belongs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no disrespect yeah. to Boyle. No, no, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. blocking is is probably the majority of his game, so he does yeah. not. He, he shouldn't be, you know, no, as part of the the pass game. I agree, and he's great in that role, and mm-hmm. he's a, a crucial part of that that offense. Um, but yes, that's the that's the ideal spot for him. And bringing in another receiving, a pass catching tight end is ideal, and we can get them for cheap. So no, I agree with that, and and they agree with that too because they were going to trade with with Philly for him um, that week. We heard him in that Philly game. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, let's revisit that. There's a lot of things that they say we were going to do that we could still do, and I want them to revisit. Zach Ertz mm-hmm. is one of them. Adam Thielen's another one. If you were inquiring about Adam Thielen, guess what? He's still available. Yeah. Running back. Running back. So, yes, Zach Ertz, that's a go for me. That's a go <laughs> for me. All right, y'all let us know what you think about Zach Ertz. Uh, right now, we approve that trade if it happens. Yeah, um, assuming they, they do something with his contract, either uh, you know a pay cut or an extension to, to get his number down. And I can see that happening. I can absolutely see that happening. Um, speaking of extensions, look, you know, not much more going on on the Lamar Jackson front, but we're going to bring it up because it's the off season. We talked about it a little bit on our live show. What do you think Lamar Jackson's worth this? Um, yeah, man, I, I think whatever he asked for, it, it, it depends on, you know, what you're adding to the team. I think for Lamar, for Lamar, if they do a good job, uh, building the O-line or, or at least showing that you're intending on really adding some weapons around him. I think 
he's comfortable enough to say, okay, I trust you guys. And all right, I'm not going to ask for 40 million, maybe like 38 or something mm-hmm. like that. They'll, you know, they could work something out. But if they don't put anything into this offense and you're just saying at least, you know, at face value, hey, we're sticking behind our coaching staff. Nah, you can go ahead and pay me or we can just wait. Yeah, for, for me, um, with the quarterback position, I say just take the money because if they don't do what they need to do in terms of uh, fixing the O-line and putting weapons around him and he, he gets to the point where he's really, really unhappy in Baltimore, he can force his way out regardless of what his contract is. That's true. So go ahead and, and yeah, go in there. And, and I think Baltimore has earned a little a little good faith, you know, and say, okay, yeah, I, I trust that you'll, you'll get it done. So let's talk about this contract. Take the money, and if they don't do their job, then you know you can deal with that later. But yeah, that that's the thing right there. I think both sides want to get it done. I think there's the trust level on each side is is high. Right, yeah. that that happens when you're winning. So I don't think it's going to be a lot of drama behind this. They'll probably get the extension done this year, to be honest. Yeah, so. Baltimore should really, really be pushing to get this done right now because the longer you wait, the more it's going to cost. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It, if you wait one more year, it's going to cost you some money. You saw Lamar's floor this season. 26 touchdowns, nine interceptions. That's his floor. He's not going to do worse than that. Barring injury, like it's probably going to be for his career. You're not going to see worse numbers than that. That's, I mean, that's about as bad as he's going to play. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's going to come back this year and just really put up those MVP type of numbers again. So, yeah, it'll be in your best interest to get the deal done now. Yeah. And listen, we, we just talked about Zach Ertz and, you know, we've been kind of banging the wide receiver drum since this channel started. If you go out and you trade for Zach Ertz and you sign Corey Davis, I'm going to give that a uh, a positive review for the for the offseason or for the free agency portion of the offseason, at least. Yeah. Um, What else? Edge rushers. Yes. That's another uh, point of concern for the Ravens. Ravens mm-hmm. community. What are we going to do at edge rusher? We got Yannick Ngakwe. We got Matt Judon, who are both free agents. Doesn't look like we're going to re-sign uh, either one. You got Pernell McPhee saying he wants to come back. You have Tyus Bowser, who's a free agent that we would like to have back. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got Sack Daddy, who's still under contract, Jalen Ferguson, Jay Fur. <laughs> right? Yeah. So what's the situation there? What, what are we going to do to fix that situation? Well, first off, uh, kudos to Baltimore for letting Judon and Ngakwe walk. Uh, yeah. You know that's that's the the talk at least. That's the talk. Um, I thought well, that they well, would. <clears throat> that's the talk for Judon. You haven't really heard that about Yannick. Well, no. I mean, there was a report that they're not planning on bringing back either one. Uh, so oh. if that turns out to be true, like I said, kudos to to Baltimore. You don't need to pay either one of those guys. What you do need to do is get Tyus Bowser under contract, and you know you can bring back. I'm not sure if they've actually officially re-signed Jihad Ward yet, but bring back Jihad Ward. You can even bring back McPhee and then, you know, hit edge rusher either late on day two or day three, you know, and, and even draft a couple and, and just develop those guys like Baltimore has been known to do. Yeah. Uh, Cause the thing is, you know, they develop offensive linemen in Baltimore. They develop D linemen in Baltimore. They develop edge rushers. They develop corners. They do not develop wide receivers, so don't don't roll out there at pick twenty seven and take an edge rusher when you know you could get that guy on the next day and coach him up essentially. Yeah, yeah. 
another player um, talking on the defensive side um, in the safety. Another player that's been linked to Baltimore is, is um, what's his name? Malik Hooker. Malik Hooker. I was going to say Malik Harrison. It wasn't Malik Harrison. That's that's our linebacker. <laughs> Malik yeah. Hooker. <laughs> yeah, Malik Hooker. Uh, look, I like Malik Hooker. I mean, he's been hurt a lot, but mm-hmm. I think he's a he's a skilled player. And again, that's one of those moves where, yeah, I'm fine with it. I don't think he will cost a whole lot of money, as long as we take care of what we need to take care of on the offensive side. But just bringing him in in general, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I, I think he'll be a fairly cheap addition, uh, considering he he has spent most of his career injured. But when he's healthy, I mean, I think he's a I think he's a playmaker. You know, I think that would be a, a really good signing for Baltimore, like you said, assuming they get everything else done that they absolutely need to do. Yeah. Uh, safety depth is, is, is a bit of an issue. You know, they don't really have anybody behind Clark and Elliot. So going out and getting Malik hooker for cheap would, would be a big plus, I think. Yeah, absolutely. But all this talk on, on the defensive side, you already know how we feel over here. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's hashtag defund the defense. None of these needs are major needs. I mean, do we need edge rushers? I mean, yes, I mean, we need some some players on the roster, right? Yeah. We don't need to bolster that position. I mean, there there'll be players out there in free agency that we can come in, we can get to come in here and and play a solid role, or there'll be guys that we get in the draft that can come in here and fill that role just fine. The defense is going to be fine, whoever we bring in at those positions. Um, interior D-line because we discussed um, Brandon Williams, the possibility of cutting him, and there's some concerns there because every time he doesn't play, we don't stop the run. And I would argue that we drafted Matt Abike, we brought in Calais Campbell, we drafted uh, Broderick Washington, and they just need to start getting it done without yeah. Brandon Williams. And I love Brandon Williams, don't get me wrong, but I'm looking at the cap number being low, how can we uh, open up some more cap space to sign what we need to sign on the offense? Because what I'm tired of hearing here is we don't have the money. Get the money. Get the mm-hmm. money. If you got to take from the defense, do what you got to do. Defense ain't going to win us a championship. Offense will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they also uh, just re-signed Justin Ellis on that D-line. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, you know, we hear a lot of, you know, whenever we talk about bringing in Allen Robinson or Kenny Galladay or even Corey Davis, you hear a lot of, oh, well, you know, we got to give Prochet and Duvernay a chance. And, you know, Boykin hasn't had much of a chance. Well, listen, nobody stopped them from, from getting on the field and producing. Nobody. There was nobody ahead of them. Nobody right. kept those guys on the bench. Nobody stopped them from making plays. And you know what? Bringing in Allen Robinson won't stop it either. They're not getting cut. No, They'll still no. be there if they've got the talent and and they go out and they improve, you know they up their game and they're able to make plays. You'll see it on the field next year. But they, but Baltimore needs somebody who they know can produce for them. Yeah, somebody they know that they can trust. Lamar doesn't trust those guys, and why would he? Yeah, none of them have performed. Absolutely. And if you're saying that, if you're one of the people saying, "Hey, we drafted Prochet, we drafted Duvernay, we got Miles Boykin." They just need more opportunities and they'll be fine. Apply that same logic to the defense. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. We drafted Matt BK. Trust him, Matt BK. Matt BK had a very good college career, right? He was a very good prospect coming out of college. Mm-hmm. And and we got him. 
He played a he played solid. Like you, you see more on tape from Matabike than you see uh, James James Proche and Devin yes. Duvernay. So put your faith in Matabike and say, hey, look, he's going to get better. Look, just like those other guys, he didn't have a training camp. Right. He didn't have an off season. Give him a chance mm-hmm. and let him play. I heard somebody say uh, LJ Fort has been mentioned too in terms of cuts. I like LJ Fort, and I don't think he costs that much money. I think we should probably keep him. But if the thought is, no, man, we want to open up more cap, we're going to cut him and let Malik Harrison step in there next to Patrick Queen, so be it. (laughs) So be it. I don't want to – look, let's be clear. I'm not saying get rid of all of our players on defense. I'm saying if we have an opportunity to upgrade the offense and there has to be some cuts made on defense, then it has to be made. If we can manage to kind of balance it all out, get everything we need on offense and keep and maintain the defense where it's at right now, cool. That's how I prefer it. But number one priority is getting Lamar protection and weapons. Mm-hmm. So, oh, well, speaking of getting weapons, and we talked about wide receivers, and the NFL rumors account, I don't know who this guy is, but he is really leaning in on Corey Davis going to Baltimore. He said that the Ravens are really, really interested in Corey Davis. So I don't know, man, this makes feelings here about Corey Davis. I like Corey Davis. I liked him coming out of college. Uh, he didn't have uh, the start to his career that I thought he would, but you know, he came on uh, last year a little bit. People will say that's because, you know, he had AJ Brown on the other side and, you know, there's some question as far as what kind of receiver he'll be if, if we brought him here in Baltimore. What's not in question to me is his, you know, how he compares to Miles Boykin. He's a better wide receiver than Miles Boykin. Yeah. You know, it, I don't I don't really like to buy into the whole, oh, it's because of, of this guy on the other side talk too much. Because uh, either, okay, maybe it is because A.J. Brown was on the other side, and that's why he had a more productive year. And he comes to Baltimore, and he's getting that attention now. Okay, well, that'll just open things up for, for Hollywood. Yes. You know, um, at the end of the day, he has to still go out there and, and, and beat whatever coverage is in front of him, you know, back you know, in Tennessee. And he did it, yeah. right? And like I said, he, he did it much better than Miles Boykin has, has shown in Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, you know, that signing makes sense to me for the Ravens. You know, they, they were interested in him it, when he came out in the draft. They just, you know, they weren't in a position to get him. Uh, he is that big physical, you know, outside wide receiver that Baltimore seemed to really, you know, be be kind of fixated on. Even though, as we always say, you know, from from my guy Emory Hunt, size is not a skill. Nope. But they do need outside receivers. Okay, they mm-hmm. they don't really have that on the roster right now. So he does fill that role there. He is a you know a tough guy. He's a talented guy. So you know Lamar, like I said, he needs players or receivers that he can trust. Because obviously he does not trust Miles Boykin uh, at this point. I don't think we can say that's Devin Duvernay or James Prochet either. And it's not a—they're not in a position where they can just kind of sit and hope that those guys develop into that. They're playing for a Super Bowl right now. Uh, they're about to pay Lamar a ton of money. You know, you're going to see cuts to the defense over the next few years. Whether whether Baltimore wants to go down that road or not, they're going to have to. So. They need to be going all in right now while they can to get to the Super Bowl, get that trophy. While they have all that talent on defense, and they have Lamar, and they, you know they have the ability to to add pieces around him. Yeah, 
Now, to your point about what happens after you pay Lamar, that's another concern. You pay a quarterback all this money and it's hard to put a winning team around them. Well, this is where your GM comes into play and your coaching comes into play because then you have to start really hitting on your draft picks. You have mm-hmm. to really start developing these players. You can't just say, oh, we have 11 picks. You know, we, we have all these players that we're bringing in and only two work out, right? Yeah. That can't happen anymore. You have to start making some quality picks. You have to start developing those players and making sure that they stick. So no more James Prochets. No more Devin DuVernay, who was like the 16th wide receiver pick, right? That's not you putting effort into getting wide receivers. Because I saw, I, you know, I, I don't want to call out names here, but uh, Jess Rabick, or is it, is it Zerbiak or Zerbiak? I always get it wrong. Zerbiak, okay. Jess Zerbiak made a comment about that, like, hey, you know, the Ravens, you know, are putting in the effort to, to bring in wide receivers. They drafted this main wide receiver over the last couple of years. Yeah, but they didn't draft them high, and they didn't really put – you can't say they put in effort there. Like, they drafted guys much later than they should be, other than Hollywood. Hollywood was, was a top pick. Okay, Boykin, they got in, the, I think, the third round. Yeah, That's cool, but not enough, obviously. Boykin hasn't worked out yet. And then to get Devin DuVernay in the third round, who was like the 16th or 17th wide receiver pick, that's not you putting effort into the position. Getting James Prochet in like the sixth round, that's not you putting effort into position. You just you just got some guys. And, and like I, I always mention when we talk about Hollywood and, and them drafting him in the first round, they missed on that pick too. They missed on every one of those picks up to this point. I mean, obviously that can still change. You know, they're, they're young players. Yeah. But none of th- those guys haven't panned out. Hollywood has been all right, but he has been the fifth best receiver from that class, and he was the first one taken. That's yes. a miss. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you <laughs> don't just tell me how many times you, you've drafted a position because we can do the same thing with edge rusher. You drafted Tyus Bowser. You drafted Tim Williams. You drafted Kamala Correa. You drafted Bronson Confuci. You know, and, and, and you know what? You're sitting here right now. You traded for, uh, for Yannick Ngakwe, and you're sitting here right now saying we need the edge rusher. Well, you put in a lot of, a lot of resources there, so deal with it. Right. That's true. It's the fact that you haven't hit on those positions. Yeah. And you need to. You need to keep investing until you hit there. And that's why our thing has been don't bother drafting a wide receiver. You suck at it. Go and sign a wide receiver that you know can play. Yeah. 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 There's some moves that they have to make this offseason that are really going to determine what kind of year we have. And, um, what kind of you will have the year afterwards. I think, um, I, I, look, me and B sound a little skeptical. We're not skeptical. You know, we're not pessimists. We're just kind of looking at, at it for how it is and what they can do to be competitive now. You know, uh, not competitive, very competitive. Make a run now. Mm-hmm. It could happen this year. We could be a Super Bowl team this year coming up if they make the right moves. If they don't, then we're not going to the Super Bowl. But all isn't lost because Lamar's going to be signed to a long-term deal. And that'll just that'll just mean that some changes will be made on the team because we can't keep uh, losing in the playoffs like we have been the last couple of years. So either we do the, the things that we need to do this offseason to make a run at a Super Bowl, or I think this will be the year you'll see a coaching change. Yeah, and, and what it really means is, you know, Clay's Campbell won't get a ring. Brandon Williams won't get a ring. Marcus Peters won't get a ring. You know, like 
the window is going to be open for a long time with Lamar. Right. Uh, but the defense is good, really good right now. And you'd like to, to win it while you have that defense. Yeah. If they don't put in that work on offense this offseason, they're probably not going to win. And they're probably going to have to, like you said, they're going to make a coaching change and kind of have to go back to the drawing board a little bit and, and, and retool the team around Lamar. And and you'll just see a lot of the the faces that you you recognize and love in Baltimore, you know, heading elsewhere. Yeah. All right. So that wraps up our little, uh, how you know you want to call it, our Ravens, our Ravens roundup. Hope you enjoyed that. We'll. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some more news. There's definitely going to be some more news coming up in the next couple of days. Um, I think the deadline to to franchise is on the ninth, so that's two days from this recording and then about a week from this recording is the is the tampering period which mm-hmm. starts on the 15th i believe so we are very close to to hearing uh some some moves being made now traditionally you don't hear a lot from the ravens in the first part of uh, a free agency but i think something's gonna be different this year so i mean it better be yeah yeah it better be <laughs> exactly it better be so there'll be some news to to report here shortly. So stay tuned. Tune, 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 tune. Lunch breakers and takers. If you like what you hear, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five star review. And if you'd like to support the show, you can check out the links in our description for merchandise, or you can visit Patreon.com/lbhtshow for extra content. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.lbhtshow.com. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LBHT Show. And thanks for spending your lunch break with us. We'll see you next time.